Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, TCK Potters, I want to give a shout out to Anchor, which is the podcast avenue we record with to bring you these episodes. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Like, how do I record a podcast? How do I record an episode? How do I get the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Podcast onto all of the apps that people are listening to? And how can I reach as many people as possible for free and make money at the same time from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you up with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. Gaining some revenue from those podcast sponsors is essential to making necessary upgrades to the podcast and your overall brand. I appreciate how user-friendly Anchor is and how we can record our episodes via our computers or over the phone, similar to a voice memo or a phone call, and we can record these episodes, edit them down as needed, upload them, and boom, the episode is ready to launch. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and even make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. One more time, that's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Daniel here bringing you the news and notes from the past several days leading up to NFL Week 10, hopefully giving you everything you need to get your fantasy lineups ready to smash this week. Uh, per usual, please email us any and all fantasy football questions or comments at, uh, to tckpod at gmail.com and be sure to send us a DM on the Instagram at thecandlestickkids, hashtag tckpod. All right, let's go ahead and get rolling. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Uh, Well, what we have here, doctor, is is an extraordinary situation. Is it? Oh, you better believe it. Now, you listen to me. I want details, and I want them right now. I don't have a job. I have no place to go. You're not in the mood. Well, you get in the mood. You stay classy, San Diego. And thanks for stopping by. But mainly, stay classy. Thanks for stopping by. Stay classy. I'm Ron Burgundy. Okay, uh, as usual, I'll start the show today by bringing you, uh, giving you the teams on by this week. Uh, it's week 10. We have the Denver Broncos. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, the Baltimore Ravens, and the Houston Texans on by this week. So uh, just FYI. Um, okay, let's start in San Francisco with the, uh, I 
I guess we can say resurgent 49ers, maybe. I don't know. Optimistic, probably. But nonetheless, uh, some excitement from their camp. Nick Mullins will officially be the 49ers Week 10 starter at quarterback against the Giants. Uh, let Mullins mania commence. Obviously, uh, for those of you who've been listening to our podcast, uh, Sky Guasco has officially predicted this since preseason. So hope, let's see if he uh, if his uh, predictions actually come to fruition here and Mullins mania becomes a real thing. Um, it will be the second year undrafted free agent, consecutive, second consecutive primetime start. We would caution that Mullins could not possibly be as good against the Giants as he was versus the embarrassing, tanking, completely unwatchable Oakland Raiders. But the G-men are almost as packed in as Oakland, to be honest. Uh, with Coach Kyle Han- Shanahan calling the plays, Mullins will be worth a quarterback two dice roll if you play in a two-quarterback league. Uh, we'll consider the 49ers quarterback situation uh, more generally week to week for the foreseeable future. Um, tight end George Kittle, uh, who's nursing a chest injury, remained limited at Friday's uh, practice. He was limited to non-contact work for the second straight day. Despite his light workload at practice, I'll go ahead and guess that he'll be out there against the Giants on Monday night. Um, among tight ends, only Kansas City's Travis Kelsey has produced more receiving yards than Kittle this season. Pretty impressive. Uh, Moving on to the Chicago Bears, Rich Campbell of the Chicago Tribune confirms that Allen Robinson uh, will play Week 10 against the Lions. uh, uh, He's been nursing a groin injury uh, and is coming off a two-game absence. Uh, He was a full full participant at practice all week, uh, barring an unforeseen setback. He will be back in the fold against Detroit on Sunday. Uh, It's also worth noting that uh, for Detroit, and I'll talk more about Detroit later, but Darius Slay has been ruled out. So uh, this potentially opens up Allen Robinson to have something of an impact, uh, though he and his volume alone make him in the wide receiver three conversation, even though he hasn't actually done that much this year yet. Uh, Also worth noting that Taylor Gabriel was also cleared to play following a full practice on Friday. Uh, Linebacker Khalil Mack is also expected to play Week 10 against the Lions. He sat out the past two games with an ankle injury. Uh, Should be nearing full health against uh, a Lions offensive line that allowed 10 freaking sacks to the Vikings just last week. Uh, He should return to his havoc wreaking ways, uh, presumably with no limitations on Sunday. Okay, on to the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, big news over here is that A.J. Green, uh, who is, has a toe injury, will, meet, will miss at least two games despite not uh, requiring surgery. Uh, it's good. Uh, Coach Marvin Lewis disclosed earlier this week that Green would not be going under the knife, which is excellent news. But, of course, two missed games is still a huge deal for the 5-3 and three Bengals. Uh, their season could easily be decided over the next two weeks, so this is quite significant. Uh, I think it's... Uh, reasonable to assume that Tyler Boyd will be a target monster while uh, Green is on the shelf. Uh, Running back Giovanni Bernard is questionable for Week 10 against the Saints. Uh, He practiced all week, so it would be a relative shock if he is not active, especially since the Bengals have already ruled out seven players. Uh, He could see a few more catches than usual with A.J. Green sidelined, but ultimately he's nothing more than a Joe Mixon handcuff in uh, regular-sized leagues. Uh, uh, wide receiver John Ross, who's uh, been nursing a groin injury, is practicing fully for Week 10. He's on track to return coming off of Cincinnati's bye. Uh, and again, with A.J. Green out, he's in line for a potentially expanded role. Uh, he'll likely start in three wide sets. Okay, on to the Buffalo Bills. Quarterback Josh Allen is questionable officially for Week 10 against the Jets. 
Uh, he was able to get in another limited practice on Friday. Allen will certainly be the starter if healthy. Otherwise, uh, it will be either Nathan Peterman or the newly signed Matt Barkley. Uh, Bills coach Sean McDermott has not committed to either um, if Josh Allen is ruled out. So this will be, I guess, a situation to monitor, although nobody in this situation is fantasy relevant. So uh, maybe you can just uh, kind of let this one go. Um, never, regardless of who starts, the New York Jets defense is certainly going to be a popular streamer this week. Okay, uh, on to the Cleveland Browns. Tight end David Njoku, uh, who is nursing both ribs and knee injuries, is officially questionable for Week 10 against the Falcons. He's been limited uh, in practice this week. Uh, Overall, though, I'm not hearing too much concern about his availability this week. Uh, He'll be a name to keep keep an eye on on Sunday morning, but I'm guessing he's good to go as a mid-range tight end one against the Atlanta Falcons. Okay, on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wide receiver Mike Evans was officially not listed on the Buccaneers' final injury injury report for Week 10 against the Washington Redskins. Uh, They removed him after he was upgraded to full participation at Friday's practice. Uh, And it's worth noting that going against a Redskins secondary that was just absolutely torched by Julio Jones, uh, Evans will be a rock-solid wide receiver one this week. Okay, to the Arizona Cardinals, wide receiver Chad Williams is out officially out for Week 10 against the Chiefs, dealing with an ankle injury. Uh, either J.J. Nelson, Kendall Wright, or Trent Sherfield will likely fill in as the team's third wideout. Uh, really, the, the fantasy takeaway from this is that I'm guessing this will lead to slight increase in targets for both Larry Fitzgerald and rookie Christian Kirk and offensive, coordinators Byron, uh, offensive coordinator Byron Left, which is new highly up-tempo scheme. Uh, I would say uh, Larry Fitzgerald now on the wide receiver two map. Kirk remains a wide receiver three slash flex play. Uh, Let's see here. Moving on to the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, They promoted kicker Mike Badgley from the practice squad. It's unclear why, honestly, they went away from Badgley in the first place. Caleb Sturgis has been bad all year, and he almost certainly cost the Bolts uh, dearly in his Sunday return, missing a field goal and two extra points. Badly is 10 of 10 so far this season, including three of three on field goals. Uh, the undrafted free agent could be the Chargers kicker of the future. And in really probably the most exciting news here, uh, ESPN's Adam Schefter reports uh, that tight end Hunter Henry, who has been on the PUP list all year with a torn ACL, uh, has a chance to return to action next month. Uh, he tore his ACL during OTAs in late May. Uh, Adam Schefter reports that it's still a long shot he is able to make it back this season, but he's already running and squatting uh, and has made it through his recovery without any setbacks. It's highly unlikely Henry is back in time to make an impact for fantasy teams, but he could help the surging Chargers in the playoffs. So kind of a cool bit of news for football fans out there. Probably not a ton of fantasy relevance here, but figured I'd report it anyway. Okay, to the Kansas City Chiefs, wide receiver Sammy Watkins is officially questionable for Week 10 against the Cardinals. Uh, He has been nursing a foot injury. He returned to practice on Friday, albeit on a sort of limited participation basis. But this suddenly makes it possible that he suits up. If he's active, he'll be a total absolute definition of a boom bust wide receiver three slash flex play in his usual usual role. Uh, Chris Conley would need to be downgraded as he'll if if uh, uh, Watkins is on the field. On to the Indianapolis Colts, uh, excuse me, running back Marlon Mack will officially play in week 10 against the Jaguars. He was limited earlier in the week with a foot issue, but got in a full session on Friday. 
He'll be, be available with no limitations against the Jags front seven. Uh, Mac has undeniably been a strong RB1 over the last three weeks, averaging 18.7 carries and 115.7 rushing yards in that span. Uh, it's a tough matchup on paper, but Mac still will still need to be treated as an RB1 against Jack, Jacksonville, given his usage. Okay, on to one of the saddest offenses in football uh, right now, the Dallas Cowboys, uh, and things are looking a little worse for them this week. Uh, their left guard, Connor Williams, has been ruled out for Week 10 against the Eagles. Uh, he's dealing with a knee injury. Um, uh, either Xavier Suafilo or Adam Redman will fill in for Williams, who himself has been a bit of a liability when healthy. Uh, it's just worth noting in the context of what was once what was once considered a strength of their offense will likely get completely annihilated by uh, the likes of Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, and the rest of the Eagles' uh, incredibly feisty pass rush. So this is not looking like a good game for anybody involved in the Cowboys' passing game. Uh, not good things happening on the defensive side. Of, their, of the ball for them either. Uh, defensive end Taco Charlton, who is, a shoulder, is dealing with a shoulder injury, is officially out for Week 10 against the Eagles, as is David Irving and Sean Lee, who is going to be out for four to six weeks with a hamstring issue. Uh, defensive end Randy Gregory is also questionable. Uh, the, the sort of takeaway here is really if you're owning any of the Eagles uh, receivers, this is going to be potentially a dream matchup for you. Uh, Dallas will have no choice but to lean on rotational players for any semblance of a pass rush uh, against an Eagles offense that is set to debut Golden Tate in the slot. So that is worth noting. Okay, on to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, another sort of defensive uh, bit of news here. Linebacker Kiko Alonso is questionable for Week 10 against the Packers. He's dealing with an ankle injury. He was suddenly listed as a non-participant Friday and slapped with a quite questionable tag. Um, outside of cornerback Xavier Howard, Alonzo has uh, arguably been the Dolphins' most prolific playmaker on defense this year. His absence would, absence would leave big shoes to fill as he's played every defensive snap for the Finns this season. Uh, given his tendency to roam and play all over the field, the middle of the field would, would inevitably be wide open for the Packers' offense to pounce on if Alonzo is ruled out. Um, and regarding quarterback Ryan Tannehill, coach Adam Gase said that the Dolphins are targeting a week 12 return for him. Uh, he's already been ruled out for this Sunday, and then the Dolphins are on bye next week, so there's some hope that he'll be back after that. Uh, he's resumed throwing with trainers, but there hasn't been much pro progress with his shoulder capsule injury. Uh, this is the first real timetable the Dolphins have given on Tannehill since he's been sidelined. Uh, I would say it's far from a lock that he's ready to return in week 12, but it's a situation to monitor. Okay, to the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Eagles coach Doug Peterson still expects Darren Sproles to return this season. Uh, he was expected to return this week from a hamstring injury but suffered a setback on Wednesday. Uh, the veteran has been sidelined since week one because of the injury. Uh, Peterson's optimism would seem to rule out injured reserve, but that might be how this situation ends. So this is something to monitor as well. So their, their very murky running back situation may have just gotten a little less murky, still probably a situation overall to avoid. Uh, on to the Atlanta Falcons. Kicker Matt Bryant is, has officially been ruled out for Week 10 against the Browns. Uh, this will be his third straight absence with a hamstring injury. He resumed practicing on Thursday, suggesting that he could be nearing a return. Uh, but for now, Giorgio Tavecchio uh, will kick for the Falcons Sunday in Cleveland.
Uh, in other Falcons news, uh, wide receiver Mohamed Sanu will play Week 10 against the Browns. Uh, he's been following this kind of same practice cycle for weeks now, so started starting on limited availability and then ultimately cleared on Friday and working as the team's number two receiver in the game on Sunday. Uh, he's been uh, uh, nursing a hip injury, I think, for the past few weeks, but ultimately has been able to play. Okay, uh, to the New York football giants, uh, Coach Pat Shermer confirmed that Eli Manning will start Monday night against the 49ers. Uh, this was, of course, the expectation after Shermer called Manning, quote-unquote, our quarterback during the bye week. Uh, uh, but the coach was careful not to promise anything beyond this week. Uh, he's starting Monday. You guys roll with that how you want, was his quote. Um, with Manning's Time in New York almost certainly coming to a close. It makes some, it definitely makes some sense for the tanking Giants to see what Kyle Laletta uh, can do at some point this season. Uh, but for now, we are still rolling with Eli. On to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Running back Leonard Fournette was removed from the final injury report for Week 10. He practiced in full all week, so it's not a surprise that he avoided any injury designation. A setback can't be ruled out given what has happened to this point in the season, uh, but at least at the moment, Fournette appears to be back at full health. He'll be an upside running back, too, uh, in a favorable matchup against the Colts, uh, but he might, uh, you know, they might be limiting, limiting his reps to some extent. Okay. Uh, let's see, where are we? New York, uh, I was going to say New York Giants. We did them already. New York Jets. Uh, quarterback Josh McCown is expected to start week 10 against the Bills. Sam Darnold, who has a foot injury now, is doubtful. Uh, it remains possible the, the, the rookie is active as an emergency option, but McCown will officially get the starting nod. Uh, he was a surprisingly good fantasy option at times last season, uh, but of course, tough matchup against the Buffalo Bills defense is, uh, makes him a bit difficult to rely on as a streaming option. Uh, in Jets wide receiver news, and one of the more banged up wide receiving cores in football, although looks to be getting a little bit healthier. Uh, however, Robbie Anderson is officially doubtful for Week 10 against the Bills. Uh, he didn't appear to suffer a setback in his return last week, but uh, he was not able to practice all this week and will not, uh, I'm assuming, will not suit up against the Bills. He's dealing with an ankle injury. Uh, the good news is that Quincy Inunua was not listed on the final injury report, uh, so he will play. Um, he sat out the first two days of practice before returning on Friday uh, for a full session. Uh, he will very clearly work as the number one receiver um, with a fairly un uninspiring cast behind him. Okay, on to the Detroit Lions. I already mentioned, but cornerback Darius Slay will not be playing in Week 10 against the Bears. Uh, uh, they, will all, they will also potentially at least be without defensive end Ziggy Ansah, who is questionable. Uh, so the healthy cornerbacks on this roster include Nevin Lawson, Tease Tabor, Deshaun Sheed, and Lindsey Pipkins. Uh, I'm sure most of you don't know who those people are. I actually don't know who most of those people are. Uh, so that should tell you that the Bears receivers might uh, be in, in, on track for a pretty nice uh, day on Sunday. So that's a situation to potentially exploit there. Um, okay. And other Lions news, running back Curion Johnson is questionable for week 10 against the Bears. Uh, he's been limited in practice all week with an ankle issue. I'm expecting that he's going to play. Um, if the rookie is indeed absent, LeGarrette Blunt might receive a few more carries. It's also possible that the Lions mix in Zach Zenner in something of a lesser role to keep everybody fresh. Uh, I think Theo Riddick would likely benefit the most as he remains the only back additionally involved in the team's passing game. 
Okay, to the Green Bay Packers, wide receiver Randall Cobb is questionable for Week 10 against Miami. Uh, He had a setback Thursday with his hamstring issue and was limited the last two days. It seems like he may come down to a true game-time decision for Sunday's matchup with the Dolphins. Uh, Even if he plays, he will likely not be 100%. Uh, let's see, tight end Jimmy Graham uh, returned to practice today. Uh, this confirms that his missing of practice Wednesday was more of sort of a veteran's day, if you will, for the tight end. Uh, he'll be locked in as a tight end one against the lowly Dolphins on Sunday. Uh, lastly, for the Packers, uh, wide receiver Geronimo Allison officially placed on injured reserve with a groin injury. He is undergoing core muscle surgery. Uh, he could return this season, but not before the playoffs. Uh, the postseason, of course, is looking very dicey in general for the Packers, so uh, we might not see him at all again this year. It's a huge blow for the third-year undrafted free agent who really had a golden opportunity to soak up snaps and targets uh, and post big numbers. Uh, now his offseason is going to be riddled with question marks, unfortunately. He's an exclusive rights uh, free agent. Um, uh, let's see. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, of course, uh, likely going to benefit the most. He's been excellent in Allison's place the past few weeks. Uh, my guess is that Allison will be back with the Packers in 2019, but his role will be up for debate. So this is just sort of uh, tidbits for those of you who play in keeper or dynasty leagues. Okay, on to the New England Patriots. Tight end Rob Gronkowski is questionable. For week 10 against the Titans, he was a limited uh, practice participant throughout the week, uh, though that was also true last week when he ultimately sat out against the Packers on Sunday night football with New England's bye coming up. Uh, My guess is that the Pats err on the side of caution by keeping Gronk out another week, but we'll have to see. Uh, We'll know his status uh, about an hour and a half before Sunday's scheduled 1 1 p.m. Eastern time kickoff in Nashville. Similar deal for running back Sony Michelle. He's also listed as questionable for Week 10 against the Titans. Uh, ESPN's Adam Schefter reported earlier this week that Michelle is expected to give it a go after missing New England's last two games with a knee injury. If he suits up against Tennessee, it would likely come at the expense uh, of James White, at least to some extent, who has blown up for five touchdowns over his last three contests, though, of course, he's still likely to have a big role in the passing game no matter what. Uh, More Patriots news, running back Rex Burkhead, who has been on the injured reserve uh, with a neck injury, returns to practice on Thursday. This opens his 21-day window as one of the Patriots' two designated for return players. Uh, He is eligible to first play Week 13 against the Vikings. As long as Sonny Michel and James White stay healthy, I don't think Burkhead will be much of a fantasy factor, but he could potentially have a huge role uh, if one of them goes down in the next three weeks. Uh, I would say he's potentially worth an ad if you have an open uh, roster spot that you're willing to sort of let, uh, sort of, I guess, sit there for the next few weeks until we get some clarity on Burkhead's role. Uh, and then last bit of Patriots news, wide receiver Josh Gordon was removed from the, uh, the Patriots injury report. Uh, He's, it's the first time actually he hasn't been listed on the injury report since his acquisition from the Browns, suggesting that he might finally be at 100% heading into week, 10's against, week 10 against the Titans, which is kind of scary. Uh, coming off 130 yards and a touchdown, uh, he's firmly in the wide receiver two conversation. Uh, okay, on to the Los Angeles Rams, cornerback uh, Akib Talib. Uh, who has been on the injured reserve with an ankle injury, said it looks like he will be ready to go for the Rams' Week 13 game against the Lions. Uh, 
This is this will be the week after Thanksgiving, which is directly after the Rams bye. He hasn't played since undergoing ankle surgery in late September, uh, and the Rams have certainly missed his services with Marcus Peters ranking 106th out of 111 qualifiers, according to Pro Football Focus. Uh, but the Rams will for sure be without to leave for the upcoming games against Seattle and Kansas City. Okay, on to the Baltimore Ravens, who are on bye this week, but nevertheless, some big news coming out of their camp. Uh, the Athletics' Jeff Srebeck reports Joe Flacco's status for Week 11 against the Bengals is in question. Apparently, he has is dealing with something of a hip injury, although the severity of this injury is unclear. Jason LaCanfora added that Flacco is currently seeking medical, opinion, medical opinions and could require surgery or prolonged rest. Uh, this news coincidentally comes during the team's bye week, which would seamless, seamlessly work as a transition to instill rookie Lamar Jackson under center. Uh, Jackson completed 34 of 68 passes for 408 yards, three touchdowns, and one pick on 88 dropbacks during the preseason. His fantasy production ultimately derives from his legs, though, which he used to rush for 23, uh, 136 with three touchdowns in the preseason. He'll close the year as a viable QB1, I think, for his rushing floor alone. Uh, okay, Jamison, uh, excuse me, sorry, moving on to the Washington Redskins wide receiver. James, just for the record, this is going to take a while because this is easily the most injured group uh, in all of football. Uh, I could probably do an entire show on just the Redskins injuries, but uh, we'll start with wide receiver Jamison Crowder who returns to Redskins practice on Thursday, getting in a limited section uh, session. Excuse me. Uh, he has missed the past four games with an ankle injury. I would say this gives him a shot at returning in Week 10, but it's, I would say that's still far from certain. Uh, his return would certainly be well-timed as uh, the Redskins are now going to be adjusting to life without Paul Richardson, uh, who was placed on injured reserve this week with a shoulder injury. His season is officially over. He needs surgery to repair an injured AC joint. Uh, uh, let's see, he's, this is an issue he's been playing through all season. So it seems sort of inevitable, uh, that this might be the result or that, that, that's, that this would be the result. Uh, it ends a disappointing, I would say first Redskins campaign for the $40 million free agent. He caught just 20 passes for 262 yards and two touchdowns in just seven games. Uh, in general, he's an extremely poor fit with Alex Smith's arch conservative quote unquote skill set. Uh, 2019 will be his 20 age 27 season. Uh, the fantasy implications of this are that Maurice Harris is now officially locked into three receiver sets, regardless of Jamison Crowder's health. Okay. What else do we got? Running, running back, Chris Thompson officially ruled out for week 10. Uh, he will now, he has now missed four out of five, his past five games, uh, with a rib issue among other things. Uh, he doesn't seem particularly close to returning. Uh, Capri, uh, Capri Bibbs will try to change the pace and catch, catch passes behind Adrian Peterson. Uh, and I'll say try because the Redskins offensive line also completely decimated by injury, which I'm going to get to now. Um, so the latest is that right tackle Morgan Moses has a concussion and is officially questionable for week 10 against the Buccaneers. Um, Washington is already planning to be without starting guards Brandon Scherf, who has a torn peck, is on, in a, on injured reserve, and Sean Lauvau. Uh, who has a torn, what is it, torn ACL and is also on injured reserve, as well as starting left tackle Trent Williams, who has undergone thumb surgery. Um, so Moses' pending absence, we'll see what happens, but his absence would leave the Redskins short four starting offensive linemen, which is just unbelievable. So uh, this could get really ugly really quick for them, uh, even for uh, Adrian Peterson, who's been, uh, I would say, the one bright spot in this offense all year. Um 
Let's see. The last minor bit of uh, Redskins related news is that Jordan Reed, tight end Jordan Reed, was limited at Wednesday's practice. It's a new issue for him after he was limited by a neck ailment last week. This Now he's apparently dealing with a back issue. Uh, still, he's been weirdly incredibly healthy, somehow the only uh, consistently healthy player in the receiving core for the Washington Redskins uh, over the course of the season. And I, as far as I understand it, he is not in danger of missing week 10 uh, and he'll be a mid mid range tight end one against the Bucks atrocious defense, but situation to monitor over here. Okay. Let's finally move on to another team. Uh, and probably the saddest news, just literally just breaking, uh, I think an hour ago. Uh, let's see the MMQB's Albert Breed confirms that Des Bryant's wide receiver, Des Bryant has suffered a torn Achilles or did suffer a torn Achilles tendon at Friday's practice. And he is done for the year. Uh, this is really unfortunate considering he literally just got signed earlier this week. And now this is, I would say a potential career ender for Des after going completely unsigned until week 10. Um, the Saints visited with multiple receivers last week, week and may look to bring in another veteran behind Michael Thomas and Traquan Smith, but we'll see. Uh, in other Saints, wide, bad wide receiver news, they placed Cameron Meredith on injured reserve with a knee injury, uh, ending his season. He needs a knee scope on the same knee in which he tore his ACL last season. So this is an obvious concern. His season is over, and at this point, I would say his career is in jeopardy. Uh, he played six games his first year in New Orleans, catching nine balls for 114 yards and one touchdown after signing a two-year $9.6 million deal to leave the Bears as a restricted free agent. Seems like he might be a one-and-done in New Orleans. Okay, on to the Seattle Seahawks. Running back Chris Carson uh, is officially going to be a game-time decision decision for Week 10 against the Rams. Uh, he's been dealing with a hip issue. Uh, Coach Pete Carroll was quoted as saying, we're trying to figure out how to manage their way through it and then find out nearer to the game if they can play for us. So we're still waiting and seeing. Uh, he was referring to uh, Seattle's three iffy players, actually. Uh, but Chris Carson is the only one of those players, I would say, who is truly fantasy relevant. Um, Mike Davis would undoubtedly work as the team's primary back if Carson is ruled out. Uh, with this game kicking off late in the afternoon, owners need to be on standby with Davis ready to roll in the event that Carson is officially declared inactive close to kickoff. In better Seahawks news, wide receiver Doug Baldwin will play in Week 10 against the Rams. Uh, he was promptly removed from Seattle's injury, injury report on Friday and is good to go on Sunday against the Rams. He was dealing with, uh, I guess, a minor groin issue. Um, teams have typically exploited the Rams' defense on the outside, which sort of would be pointing towards a better afternoon for the likes of Tyler Lockett and David Moore. But even so, Baldwin should get some volume. Uh, if this divisional matchup becomes a high-scoring affair, I would say he's something of a high-end wide receiver three in Los Angeles on Sunday. Okay, on to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who of course already played this past Thursday night. Uh, running back James Conner was placed in the concussion protocol after this game. He was never officially ruled out on Thursday night, but he did end up being placed in the, uh, the protocol. The good, no the good news is that he has 10 days to gain clearance before the Steelers hit the field again. Uh, but of course, with concussions, nothing can be taken for granted. Uh, and this situation might get a little interesting. It remains to be seen if Conner will have Le'Veon Bell to contend with once he is clear. So this is going to be kind of a fun situation to monitor, fun slash uh, anxiety provoking if you're a James Conner owner or Le'Veon Bell owner. 
Okay, on to the Houston Texans, uh, who, again, are on bye uh, this week, but some minor news from their camp. Uh, wide receiver Kiki Kuti says he will not return until he is sure he is 100% healthy. Uh, he's uh, uh, sort of taking it day by day. Uh, in hamstring speak, which is the injury that he's dealing with, that means that Kuti does not feel particularly close to returning. That's really what the takeaway is here. He missed weeks eight and nine. It would be extremely disappointing were he not ready following the Texans by this week, but it seems like uh, this is going to be a situation to monitor. Uh, and lastly for them, uh, Texans coach Bill O'Brien said he is not sure when they will activate running back Deontay Foreman, who's been on the PUP list all year with a torn Achilles. He was expected to begin practicing during this bye week, but it sounds like they could hold off opening his 21-day activation window until next week. Uh, Houston has consistently moved back the goal line. There are sort of the goalposts on uh, on Foreman's return. I would say at this point, he's only a bench stash in very deep leagues at this point. Point, uh, unless, of course, you play in a dynasty or a keeper league. Uh, okay, on to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, wide receiver Taewon Taylor is officially questionable for Week 10 against the Patriots. Uh, despite being listed as questionable, I would say that he is – I would put him as more unlikely to play given that he's missed practice all week with a foot issue. Uh, Tajay Sharp also drew a questionable tag but was at least able to get in a, a limited practice session on Friday. If Taylor is indeed out, Darius Jennings would soak up some snaps as the team's third receiver. And then lastly, uh, some Minnesota Vikings news, another team on a bye, but worth, I guess, potentially worth noting that they claimed running back Amir Abdullah off waivers from the Lions. Uh, Rock Thomas was let go in the corresponding move. It took the 2015 second rounder roughly 24 hours to resurface after being let go by Detroit on Tuesday, which will tell you that uh, teams might still be betting and that he might have some upside left in that body of his. Uh, Abdullah has appeared in just three games this year, recording 19 yards on three touches during that span. Uh, In Minnesota, the former Nebraska Cornhusker will just be a depth piece behind injury-prone starter Dalvin Cook and goal-line vulture uh, Latavius Murray. Okay, and that will do it. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning into the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Podcast. I hope you just absolutely kill your leagues this week, uh, unless, of course, you're playing me, uh, which would make you Skyler or uh, uh, who else? Jonathan Rifkin, I believe, is the other person I'm playing. So unless you're either of those two guys, I hope you crush it this week. Um, As always, make sure you email your questions and comments to tckpod at gmail.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Candlestick Kids hashtag tckpod. Uh, sincerely hope you enjoyed the show today. Looking forward to seeing you all here again next week. Uh, for Sky Guasco, I am Daniel Stancato, and we are out of here! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.